0: Morning, everyone, how's it going? It's good to see all this morning. So, we're in a different place this morning, but uh, we're gonna make it work. So, last time uh, we were here, uh, we were in we were just finishing chapter nine. Uh, so, I do want to also say the place where I'm at may have some background noise, and so I apologize if that gets in the way. The uh, there we go. The, point where we left off was this end of this battle that Pilgrim goes through with Apollyon. He's struggled. He's uh, had wounds, uh, all kinds of uh, difficult difficulty, and, and he, he wins through the power of scripture, and he gets a time of rest. He gets to uh, take a breather, but then as he finishes this valley, there's another valley that he heads into, and this is the valley of the shadow of death. And uh, we ha- we finished off with a note from the author that says, None but the heart of a Christian knows the bitterness of God's hiding away his face. It is death to all his comforts. His mourning under a sense of it manifests his love to the Lord and delight in his presence. So that's where we're going to pick up. And it says, Now where Christian was worse put to it than his now here, Christian was worse put to it than in his, in his fight with Apollyon, as by the sequel you shall see. I saw then in my dream that when Christian was got to the borders of the shadow of death, there met him two men, children of them uh, that were brought that were brought up and that brought up an evil report of the good land, making haste to go back. To whom Christian spake as follows, and before I go on, I'll. Uh, read this note from the author it says such as frequent such we frequently meet with they set out apparently with a sense of sin and a sincere love to christ and as sure as they go back from a profession they bring up an evil report of the way to the kingdom of christ and uh, this is uh, a picture of those people that were found in the uh, that were found in the um with the israelites when they went to the promised land and uh, we have another reference to Numbers chapter 13, verse 32. I'll pull that up here. Numbers 13 and verse 32. So for those of you who don't know, I'm going through the Pilgrim's Progress. We just started chapter 10. If you're following along um, the book that I'm going through, we're on page 68. of looks like at least a few hundred pages. But uh, one of the things that I'm loving about going through this edition of Pilgrim's Progress specifically is the fact that it has the author's notes as well as the scriptural references. So many times you you'll uh, you won't be getting that uh, from many of the editions of the Pilgrim's Progress that you uh, do read. So uh, that's what I'm taking time to do is anytime there is a um, anytime there is a reference made, then uh, that's I'm going to stop, read that reference and then continue. There's also uh, words I don't understand. There's old words. And uh, so I'll, I'll take time to look those up as well. So Numbers chapter 13 in verse uh, 32 says, And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying the land which we have got the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And and the author points out these this is a picture of, of people who have a profession, they claim to love Christ, they go out with a sense of their sin, uh, with a repentant attitude, um, and a and a real sincere love for Christ. But then as soon as things get hard, they turn around and say, No, that, that's not that's not the way that and they bring an evil. Um, report of the place that they're going so christian asked these men says where, where are you going and they said back back we would have you to do so too either it's either your life if either life or peace is prized by you well why did what is the matter said christian matter said they were we were going that way as you are going and went as far as we durst and indeed we were almost past coming back For we had gone a little further, or had we gone a little further, we had not been here to bring the news to thee. But what have you met with, said Christian? Well, while we were almost in the valley of the shadow of death, but by good hap, uh, we looked before us and saw the danger before we came to it. But what have you seen? Seen, replied the men, why the valley itself, which is as dark as pitch, We also saw their hobgoblins, satyrs, and the dragons of the pit. We heard also in that valley a continual howling and yelling as of a people under an utterable misery who there sat bound in affliction and irons, and over that valley hang the discouraging clouds of confusion. Death also always spreads its wings over it. In a word, it is every whit dreadful, being utterly without order and we have uh, some references here to this place that they're talking about and uh, we i wanted to take a look up the word satyr as well because i don't i'm assuming hobgoblins and satyrs are like demonish creatures uh satyr in greek mythology it's a uh male nature spirit with an ears and a tail resembling those of a horse oh half horse half human Mm. (laughs) that's a scary place according to these people hmm so uh and then he says this place is characterized by the death of people that Uh, or uh, the angel of death has always had its wings spread over this place. And we have a picture of it here in Job chapter 3 and verse 5. It says, Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, let darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined into the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. And then verse 22, the same chapter. I'm sorry, no, 10, chapter 10, verse 22. 10, 22 says, A land of darkness, as darkness itself, and of the shadow of death, without any order, and where the light is as darkness. So this is where we see this in Scripture, this place that's being spoken of here. Then said Christian, I perceive not yet by what you have said, but that this is my way to the desire haven. We have uh, another reference to Jeremiah chapter two and verse five and six. Jeremiah two and verse five and six. thus saith the Lord, what iniquity had your fathers found in me? that they are gone far from me and have walked after vanity and are become vain. Neither said they, Where is the Lord that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, that led us through the wilderness, through a land of deserts and of pits, through a land of drought and of the shadow of death, through a land that no man passes through and where no man dwelt. This is on the way to the promised land. God led them through through this place because... And we're reminded, and I, I, what's brought to mind right now is just, I can't remember the reference off the top of my head, but uh, a believer is generally going to experience the consequences of his, his flesh is going to experience the consequences of his sin here on this earth. And the some of the conundrum or or confusion that David has in the Psalms is, well, why don't, why don't the wicked uh, suffer? Well, because their suffering is coming. We suffer now and have joy later. And we have, a, we have a note here from the man that says, Be it thy way, we will not choose it for ours. We have a note here He's from the author. He says, See what it is when men are left to will and choose for themselves. They prefer their own ways, though it be to destruction. Their wills are averse to God's, and they choose death and the error of their life. But the faithful soul is under the reign of grace, and he chooses to obey the will of God and to walk in the ways of God, though they are not pleasing to flesh and blood. Hence, true faith is tried, and a mere empty profession. Is made manifest, and uh, this is this is a the, what I love about this is I'm I'm reading through another book um, that's that's included in, in this um, edition here. It's called the barren fig tree, and he speaks about the danger of a of a of the barren fig tree and a person who merely professes to believe but does not show the fruit. Uh, of, a, of a true believer, and and for those, uh, just to develop that idea very quickly, and then I'm going to go ahead and uh, let this one be a shorter one. Um, but uh, the, this, these tests, these trials of faith that we find throughout Scripture, and as as we see uh, taught here uh, through through these um, through these stories are really a test of our faith. It's not, and it's not that when we go through these things victoriously that we made it through because of, or or because we made it through that that means we're saved uh, or that we're truly a believer. We make it through these things because we have faith and true faith is exposed or a lack of faith is exposed uh, through these trials. And if you, I know, uh, for me, the, the question is, um, as, as I, as I see these different, uh, different scenarios, uh, trials, tribulations being pictured here in Christian's life. I mean, these were before he, before he was saved by grace. And then now after he's saved by grace, the, the outcome was always the same. He had his faith in Christ. Now he's being tried. And because he is a, a, a true man of faith, he, his actions show that because he's living under the reign of grace. And he chooses to obey the will of God. This isn't, this isn't the, um, the normal or natural thing to do. But it's what a man does when he's when his life has been changed, and he, again, I love how he puts it: living under the reign of grace. Uh, hopefully, tomorrow I'll be able to catch you back in the studio, so things will be better. But uh, things to consider this morning: that as we're on the way, um, and and potentially even going into a harder time in our life, we might meet people along the way who. Who saw the hard times and just gave up? Uh, they may, we might cross paths with, with a with people who profess to believe, but never made it through the trials, or lost their faith before they ever got uh, through the trials, and and expose themselves as uh, as unbelievers. Uh, we just need to be aware of that, and and know that the valley of the shadow of death, this this place that God has to lead us through. Is a place that he. It, there's a purpose for it, and hopefully, right. The, the The desire is, Lord, if if I am faking it, if my faith is feigned, then show that to me. May this trial, if you're not finding fruit, may this trial, this this time of um, of hardship be something that does your work in my life to where i began to bear fruit and if i am bearing fruit may this hard time cause me to bear more fruit Uh, and we should always be willing as the disciples um said when christ questioned or told them, he said someone here is going to deny me they didn't look at each other and say was it him is it him they asked is it i is it i and the the answer is yes they could have all answered yes. We've all, when we, could have, we can all answer yes to that question. We've all betrayed him. We've, we've all denied the, the name of Christ. But moving forward, may today be a day that we, we hold fast uh, to our profession. We keep our faith in him and give him all the uh, honor and all the glory for everything that happens in our life. Uh, again, uh, hopefully we'll see y'all tomorrow, and I appreciate y'all jumping on just a few minutes today. But uh, thanks, thanks, guys, for joining along with me. Hope was an encouragement. Y'all take care. Bye.